welcome to this week's episode of Beat My Guest. I'm your host, AJ Mass. If you're new to the show, each week I invite a guest to sit in the hot seat and field questions in a wide variety of topics, earning as many points for the episode as they can. For those of you playing along at home, you have but one task set before you, and that is to see if you can beat my guest. But before you can beat my guest, you need to meet my guest. So before we warm up to today's guest, I don't know if you know who this is. I don't know if you've ever heard him before. Oh, you probably have. It's Kintad Svensgaard. Kintad, how are you? AJ, I am overjoyed to be here. I am doing good, and I am so happy to once again be talking to you in this capacity, uh, because it's been a little while. In this capacity? <laughs> yes, in this capacity. Yeah, we'll get, we'll, we'll talk more on that later. Uh, so for those who may not be familiar with you, even those who are familiar with you probably, uh, totally sick of you but those were not familiar i kid i kid i kid give us a little bit of your personal thumbnail sketch of who you be and why you be and what you be and all that good be stuff aj i be cantad hoopachu spinsgard uh born in oakland california many years ago moved to new york met my wife gloria started a life I do some things here and there and uh that's pretty much the whole story in a nutshell wow Awesome. Let's not crack that nut. <laughs> well, Kintad, you are in luck because we have got a game for you today here in the Beat My Guest hot seat. As you may have figured out, this is season eight of Beat My Guest, a brand new season, which means we've got a brand new way of playing, a brand new game. Papa's got a brand new bag, so we're going to kick things off. First round of play, something I am calling Beat My Rank. And Ooh. here... Yes, here is how Beat My Rank works. I am going to give you three lists of five items. The list will be presented to you in alphabetical order, so don't even think about trying to use game theory. I ain't gonna help you. Uh, after I give you each list of items, I will then ask you one quantitative question about said items. Your job, and you have but one job, is to pick the answer from the list that you think best answers the question. Get it right. Five points will be headed your way. If you pick the answer in second place, you'll get three points, two points for third, one point for fourth, and ni point if you pick the last place answer. So, with the rules now in place, are you ready? Are you prepared? Are you set? Do you dare? I dare, but I just want to have a little disclaimer here, AJ, that uh, my performance on past Beat My Guest was all due to the earlier formats, and I believe that this format had nothing to do with my knowledge on these questions. This format, however, seems like it's going to be the one where I turn that corner and uh, get the highest score yet for me on a Beat My Guest. For you. Okay, good, good. <laughs> you, you, you haven't heard some of the other episodes of Ricardo, so you have no idea where the bar actually is. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll learn soon and uh, and react appropriately. Right, perhaps you'll need to know where the bar actually is. <laughs> Bartender! Anyway, <laughs> let's get this game going here. Round one, list one. Here are your five list items. Starting off with Giancarlo Stanton. Next we have Larry Walker. Rogers Hornsby. Tori Hunter. And Yogi Berra. One more time, those five items are Giancarlo Stanton, Larry Walker, Rogers Hornsby, Tori Hunter, and Yogi Berra. I'm going to say baseball players. Yes. 
that is true, but that was not the question I was asking you. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Your quantitative question is, which of these five baseball players had the fewest career home runs? Fewest career home runs. Which of these five players fits that bill? With the caveat, of course, Giancarlo Stanton is still active. We're okay. using the as of recording total for him. Okay. AJ, although I am uh, American, I am an Oakland Athletics fan. I enjoy baseball. I love baseball. But I don't really pay attention to the stats and the facts, you know, like any uh, any good trivia player would. Uh, <laughs> so... Well, you know, I'm beginning to sense a theme here because you didn't. You said you weren't going to pay attention to any of your previous stats either. <laughs> exactly. So I'm just keeping on on brand. So I'm going to throw out a guess. I have no idea, but uh, hey, boo boo, I'm going to say Yogi Berra has the least. So we are going to reveal the answers to you, starting with the five pointer and working way down, and see how many points, if any, you have received for your guess of Yogi Berra. The five-pointer is a guy with 301 career home runs. He has the least of this group, and his name is Rogers Hornsby. One might say Rogers Hornsby had limited range for home runs. The way it is referenced in there, I'm just going to move on. Uh, uh, Three points with 321 home runs. And counting, Giancarlo Stanton with two points, 353 career home runs. Believe it or not, that is Tory Hunter. And one point. There's your Yogi Bear. Well done. You were not out, which you would have been had you selected Hall of Famer Larry Walker and 383 career home runs. So one point for you. How you feeling? Um, I felt like a, that was a good warm-up. I would like to have done better, but uh, when you're throwing out a pure guess, <laughs> to, get, <laughs> to hit anything feels uh, okay, I suppose. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, let us move on to something you might know a little bit more than uh, the sports ball, and that would be the TV. Here are your five secondless items. Starting off with Everybody Loves Raymond. Then we have... Mad Men, Seinfeld, The Amazing Race, and West Wing. Once again, your five items. Everybody Loves Raymond, Mad Men, Seinfeld, The Amazing Race, and West Wing. Your quantitative question is, which of these programs has the most Emmy nominations? Ooh. <laughs> That's tough. That is tough. All of these, I certainly remember being darlings of the Emmys, although I don't think Seinfeld did too well in the Emmy category. I remember when West Wing used to pull them in, boy, and Amazing Race, it's been on so long, and but then again, they only have one category where the, or one or two categories, I'm not sure, um, but... Uh, I think the scripted shows would have more categories for the performers as well. We're talking Emmy wins. Oh, we're talking Emmy nominations, which even makes it a little bit. Uh, that throws off my uh, line of thinking there a little bit. AJ, wow, everybody loves Raymond. Did real well 
I remember them winning a lot. Dang it. AJ, not going to beat around the bush anymore. I ain't going to say, but Mad Men did really well too. Jeez. AJ, you're so devious. You are devious. (laughs) That's what I'm going to say. I am going to go and hope this is not the guillotine. I'm going to go with the West Wing. All right. The West Wing is your answer. And we will reveal, starting with the five-pointer. Five-pointer is a show that had received 116 Emmy nominations over the course of its run. And that five-pointer is Mad Men. For three points, a show with 96 Emmy nominations over the course of its run. And that is is the West Wing three points for you. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, all right. Excellent job. Let's finish out the list for those playing along at home. 81 nominations worth two points. The Amazing Race. Camera work, casting, all those categories all come into play. In addition to host Phil Keegan. Uh, With 70 Emmy nominations, one pointer would have been Everybody loves Raymond, just not come awards time. And no points if you had said with 68 nominations, most of them to Julie Louis Dreyfus, <laughs> Seinfeld. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, we take three points that you got for West Wing, add it to the one point you had from the first list, four points. And now let us dive right into a list number three. Are you ready, sir? Let's do it. Your first item in our final list. Atari Zoo, Finland. Atari Zoo, Finland. Your next item. Chapultepec Zoo, Mexico. We have Madrid Zoo, Spain. Tairi Diazza, Belgium. And San Diego Zoo, United States of America. Again, your five items. Atari Zoo, Finland. Chapultepec Zoo, Mexico. Madrid Zoo, Spain. Pairi Diazza, Belgium. And San Diego Zoo, USA. So obviously you know what the quantitative question is going to be. It's simple, right? Uh, because it's you, AJ. It's never simple. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just not. I, I know you? you're going to stick me with something... Who who has more elephants? Something like that, right? Okay, sure. I could ask you who has more elephants, but I don't have the answer to that. But I do have which of these zoos have the most giant pandas? <laughs> you mean one of my first of all, uh Atari Zoo <laughs> Atari Zoo. <laughs> There's an H in there, but it's A-H-T-A-R-I. Oh. But yes, it is Atari Zoo. <laughs> Maybe it's okay. pronounced Atari. I don't know. Because <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, all right. I was actually excited by that. but uh, All the pandas there are 8-bit, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And the music is either you're going to love it or you're going to hate it. But it's, it's very unique. Giant pandas? I don't think giant. I think giant pandas are an endangered species. I could be wrong about that, but I believe that I'm right about that. I don't think we have too many of them. And had you said any zoo in China, 
I would have went with that answer. However, you did not. And probably for good reason. <laughs> <laughs> and these other, I mean, you got Europe, you got South America, you got North America. All right. I, I was going to let it go, but I'm not. Which one's in South America? Oh, you said, uh, all right, don't let it go. That was, I, I was looking <laughs> at the word Chapultepec. And okay, was not sure. putting. I was not putting Mexico. I didn't write down the the, the locations. I just put down what you said. That made me think of yeah. South America, uh, and I was being dumb. I won't say dumb. That's. I'm not going to be negative about myself, AJ. In 2021, don't be negative about yourself. Advice to people out there: Enjoy yourself, no matter what you're bringing to the table. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, right now, all you're bringing to the table is stalling. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I have no idea, so I'm going to go, perhaps, for foolish reasons, I'm going to go with the, the Atari Zoo in Finland. The Atari Zoo in Finland is your answer. Once again, we will start at the top and work our way all the way down. So, as you appropriately uh, knew, China would have been a slam dunk because as giant pandas are endangered, all the giant pandas in the world are pretty much owned by China and they lend them out to other zoos around the world to help with the breeding programs and whatnot. And when the pandas are born, normally they stay there for a little while before they are sent back to China repatriation or something i don't know <laughs> um but some some countries have made deals so they could keep the babies or you know such like that and that's kind of what's going on here so as of the time of recording according to our best efforts by researching these zoos and the agreements with china therein, with five points and five pandas is belgium belgium has five pandas I believe one of their pairs recently gave birth, and they sent the papa back, and they were able to keep the babies for a little while longer. So they, they have five at present. For three points, with four pandas, a similar situation, recent birth, haven't given them back yet, uh, the Madrid Zoo in Spain with four pandas. <sighs> with three pandas, worth two points, that would be... A little further north than South America, that would be the Chapultepec Zoo in Mexico. <laughs> and one point, two panda, the Tari Zoo in Finland. You do get one point. Yes, even though the San Diego Zoo has had pandas in the past, their contract has expired and currently have no pandas. And they just have an empty multi-million dollar panda exhibit that uh, is sitting there as they try to rework their deal with China. Uh, no points for San Diego, one point for you, and I'm going to add that to the four that you had going into the final list, which means at the end of round one, you have put five points into your personal point pool. How are you feeling? AJ, I'm a little disappointed. I'm a little disappointed in that. And, you know, obviously all of these were guesses for me, so I did, uh, you know, to have five points... It's okay, but I was really going to say either Belgium or Finland, and I went with Finland, and that was the, the wrong choice, and so I'm a little disappointed. Uh, not in the game, not in the questions. I'm enjoying the heck out of that. Uh, <laughs> just wish I had done a little bit better, uh, considering 
uh, all these pros that you got playing this game. I, I'd like to, and this is going to be the year of Cantad, so I'd like to, you know, well, maybe I'll say 2022. <laughs> well, we'll see if we get there. What I do know is that we still have the, the second round to come here, and still plenty of time for you to add to your personal point pool, and you can do that right now with the second round, which I'm calling Mash My Beat. Yes, in this round, you are going to get four mashups sent your way, also known as before and afters. Uh, the first one will be worth one point, and each subsequent clue will be worth one more point than the one before, ending with four points for the fourth one. Uh, now, these may be a little tricky to figure out, granted. And potentially they could get harder as we go along, but in order to help you out a little bit, I will tell you that in every game, the four mashups will have some sort of theme connecting the answers. So once you figure out what that theme is, that might make future answers a little bit easier. Of course, you could end up with tunnel vision and it might make it very, very hard where you don't see the forest or the trees, but uh, your mileage may vary. We'll have to see. That's why we play the game. Also, unlike in previous versions of Beat My Guest, you're only going to have a total of seven minutes to finish this round. Now, you can pass on an answer if it's giving you trouble at any time. But keep in mind, there's no going back if you do. When you pass, I will give you the answer, so no points will be had. But, you know, if you're stuck, it might help you out figure out the theme. You might want to do that if your time is running short, so you'll figure out that strategy as we go. Are you uh, okay? Do you understand? Comprende? <laughs> uh, yeah, capiche. I get it. I, okay. I'm ready for it. Very good. Then let's put seven minutes on the clock. Whether this is seven minutes in heaven or seven minutes in hell, we shall soon see. <laughs> Time will start when I finish reading the first clue. Here is your first mashup. Heisman Trophy winner associated with the Oilers, who early in his career also appeared on Roseanne and the Facts of Life. Heisman Trophy winner associated with the Oilers, who early in his career also appeared on Roseanne and the Facts of Life. Okay. Well, I know who appeared on Roseanne and the Facts of Life, uh, unless it's another actor who also happened to do that, and it's not as famous, but George Clooney uh, appeared on the Facts of Life. Uh, so I'm going to try Eddie George Clooney. Eddie George Clooney is 100% correct. Well done. One point headed your way. And here is your second uh, mashup. Just a lad from a coal mining town who loves to dance and in film hang out with his buddy Hawkeye. Just a lad from a coal mining town who loves to dance and in film hang out with his buddy Hawkeye. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with Billy Elliot Gould. Wow, oh, taking no time at all on that one, and the correct answer is indeed Billy Elliot Gould. Moving on to clue number three. One of the original kings of comedy who would often get thrown on stage when the bare naked ladies performed. One of the original kings of comedy who would often get thrown on stage when the bare naked ladies performed. All right, this one may take me some time here. Uh, trying to remember who the original kings of comedy were, we had Cedric the Entertainer. 
We have uh, Bernie Mac. Uh, oh, been a while. We have Steve Harvey. I'm afraid this is going to reference a Bare Naked Lady song, and I don't know the whole catalog as well as I should. Uh, 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 who was the other king of comedy? I still haven't named all the kings of comedy. D.L. Hughley, I think, was also a king of comedy. And which of those names seemed like it would go more with something to do with Bare Naked Lady? Um, Bare Naked Ladies. And is the Bare Naked Ladies the band, or are you just uh, making a pun and it's actually, we're talking about strippers? <laughs> so, that might be, knowing AJ, that might be something he would do. Half your time is gone. Oh, great. great. Uh, I have one more after yes. this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, you would throw dollar bills? Jeez. Uh, uh, the entertainer. AJ, I'm going to pass. All right. I'm going to pass. The correct answer here was Bernie Mac and Cheese. Your fourth clue. Pair of dolls at one time associated with the anti-vax movement who ended up nominated for Best Supporting Actor in The Godfather Part 3. Pair of dolls at one time associated with the anti-vax movement who ended up nominated for Best Supporting Actor in The Godfather Part 3. Oh... Arab dolls, one time associated with the anti-vax movement. I don't know who's associated with the anti-vax movement. Uh, I'm trying to remember who the heck was in Godfather Part 3. There, there was Pacino. There was uh, Andy Garcia. Uh, who else was in that? I wonder if uh, Robert Duvall was in No, maybe not. Um... Well, I'm going to try to use up the rest of my time while I try to think of this, but... Uh, you have one minute, 20 seconds left. <laughs> great. That time goes fast. Um, pair of dolls. Raggedy Ann and Andy Garcia. Wow. Where did that come from? Out of the ether, and it is correct. Raggedy wow. Ann and Andy Garcia. Yeah, let's go over those answers. So you got Eddie George Clooney, of course. He's Eisman Trophy winner, Eddie George. Who, uh, George Clooney, you knew that he was on Roseanne and the Facts of Life. We had a lad from a coal mining town. That would be the musical or the film Billy Elliot. Uh, Elliot Gould was in the movie MASH alongside his buddy Hawkeye playing Trevor John. Elliot Gould did. Bernie Mac, one of the original kings of comedy. I think you did name all of them. When the Bare Naked Ladies first got started and would sing the song, uh, If I Had a Million Dollars, when they got to the part of the song where they said, we wouldn't have to eat Kraft dinner, everybody in the audience had brought mac and cheese boxes from Kraft and would throw them on stage uh, until they got big enough where they could say, please don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I never knew that one, so... I wasn't going to get it. <laughs> uh, yes, as, as someone who's a big fan of the band and had attended many a live show. It was cued at first, and then it got to the point where those of the know don't throw. <laughs> uh, and, of course, Raggedy Ann and Andy are a pair of dolls. Uh, basically, the creator of the dolls, I believe his daughter died of some sort of uh, communicable disease, and people blamed the dolls. So, <laughs> You know, because she always slept with the doll, so clearly the doll must be kind of like the Velveteen Rabbit kind of thing, where it's okay. like, oh, disease must be the doll. And so they became kind of this uh, 
symbol of the anti-vax movement, Raggedy Ann and Andy, Andy Garcia uh, being Best Supporting Actor. You got that one. And the theme that ran throughout George Clooney, Elliot Gould, Bernie Mac, Andy Garcia, all in Ocean's Eleven. So yeah. there you go. You did not get 11 points in that round because that's impossible. <laughs> I think mean, 10 is the max. So uh, if you had gotten 11, I would have got yeah. some explaining to do. But I'll, I'll take the seven. I will add them to the five that you had going into the round. And not too shabby. You're in double digits. You have 12 points in your personal point pool. I bet you're feeling pretty good. <laughs> yes, indeed. I am. I was uh, giving you some reactions and then realized that wouldn't go out to the podcast world. Indeed. Emojis don't translate well in audio medium. <laughs> <laughs> Can you see the, can you see the emoji I'm giving you now? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they had that one. Kintad, <laughs> at this point, those 12 points, I bet you'd really like those points, wouldn't you? I love those points. Unfortunately, uh, as I said, they're in your pool. You have not yet earned those Aww. points. Aww. In order to do so, you must tackle today's final game. The final round are Unlucky 13. And let me explain how this works. I am going to give you an alphabetized list of 13 items. I will then give you a category. Ten of these items fit the category. However, three of these items are fakes, frauds, wrong answers, traps, if you will. I will then ask you to select correct items from the list one at a time, and we'll find out if it's right or if you've fallen prey to a trick. Now... If you can get five answers right before selecting all three fakes, you will lock in half of your points. If you can then get an additional three answers right before getting all three fakes, you will have earned all your points. All 12 of those points will be yours at that point. Now, assuming you get that far, you'll then have some decisions to make. You can take one chance at getting the ninth answer correct. And if you're right, you will double your points. Get it wrong, your game is over, and you'll go back down to half. And at that point, if you're still alive, though, you'll get to decide one last time if you want to try and complete the list, copyright Andy Saunders, or if you want to go home where you are. Uh, that one's going to be intense because it's it's all or nothing at that point. So you could, yeah, you could walk out of here with 48 points, my friend, if you can get all 10 items. However, if you make it to that final 10th guess and get the answer wrong... You go all the way down to zero. Fuck it. <laughs> zero. You get nothing. You lose. You understand what's at stake here? I do. And it's very fiendish. And I love it. Excellent. Well, with that in mind, I will now read for you your unlucky 13. We have Andrew Bartholomew. James the Greater. Jesus. John the Baptist, Judas Iscariot, Jude Thaddeus, Mark, Mary Magdalene, Peter, Philip, Simon the Zealot, and Thomas. Once again, here are your 13. Andrew, Bartholomew, James the Greater, Jesus, John the Baptist, Judas Iscariot, Jude Thaddeus, Mark, Mary Magdalene, Peter, Philip, Simon the Zealot, and Thomas. And your category 
for the unlucky 13 is people in attendance at the Last Supper in the painting by Da Vinci. People in attendance of the Last Supper in the famous painting by Da Vinci. I assume you're familiar with the painting? Uh, I've seen it once or twice. There you go. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, So you must give me five answers in order to earn half your points without hitting those three traps. Which answer would you like to pick first? All right. Uh, I'm not going to start out with obvious. I'm going to try to work my way around some non-obvious ones because I have two free misses, as it were. Correct. Really? That, that's a strategy. That's one way of looking at it. Yeah. All right. All right. So uh, I'm going to uh, start off and I'm going to say... Uh, Sitting at that table uh, was Bartholomew. Bartholomew is your first answer. Yes. Hi, caramba. You are correct, Bartholomew. One for one. All right. Uh, also, hanging out, having some food, chilling with his boys. Uh, my boy, Peter. Peter is your second answer. And Peter was indeed there. Two for two. Number three, please. Okay, numero tres. Uh, hmm. Peter, yeah, Bartholomew. Uh, just because. Um, I think this dude is proud of his name. I'm going to say James the Greater. James the Greater. And for those of you playing along at home, that is as in G-R-E-A-T-E-R. Not like G-R-A-T-E-R. He didn't have a bunch of cheese there. But again, maybe when they pass the cheese, he would uh, also take on the responsibility of grading it. Uh, (laughs) I joke because it's correct. Yes, James the Greater is indeed the correct answer. That is three answers given. Three correct answers given. Number four. Okay. I don't know if he was there, but uh, I feel like every party has to have one. So I'm going to say Thomas. <laughs> Does every party have to have one? <laughs> uh, if you're thinking about Thomas's English muffins, yes, indeed. <laughs> That's right, Thomas's English muffins. <laughs> oh, those nooks and crannies. Ask for it by name. <laughs> you know they had some on the table. They didn't call them that, but they had some. <laughs> Oh, well, I don't know what, what exactly was, was served. I don't remember seeing that, but Thomas was indeed at the Last Supper. Four for four. One more, and you will have earned six of your 12 points. All right. Now, here's I'm going to go with my first kind of risky one here, or at least to me that I... I mean, Thomas was kind of a risk for me, but uh, this, I believe... At, I believe she's the one serving, uh, pouring a drink for Jesus or something. I'm, I'm trying to picture it. I believe there is a lady there. 
don't know if it's Mary Magdalene. Uh, but I'm gonna say that was her. Uh, just because I want to give one out to the shout out to the women. Uh, don't want to leave out the women. This is uh, all my ladies out there, and I don't mean my ladies. I mean you know, I'm saying that in a in a connectativeness way. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, <laughs> Mary Magdalene is your answer. And although there are suspicions that perhaps Mary Magdalene was there at one time and perhaps painted over to be someone else, it's a trap. Mary Magdalene is not in the painting. Okay. But you are still alive. That is just your first of the three strikes, if you will. Once again, you have an opportunity to try and get your fifth answer and earn those six points. What say you? Okay. Uh, we'll go with Philip. Go with Philip. And Philip is... A correct answer, and you have reached your first plateau. Six points are yours. Take a deep breath. Yeah, this is like getting a hundred thousand on Who Wants to Be, you know. <laughs> yes, no, you well earned, well earned. Now, this is this is kind of the relaxing free part of the competition here. This is this is the, the free roll, if you will. Uh, your next tier comes at eight. So if you can get the next three right answers before the two remaining uh, strikes, then you will get your full 12 points. If you strike out, you're still walking home with six. So those six are yours. You've earned them. So take your shot at getting to level eight. All right. Uh, again, I'm going to go. I don't want to. Why am I pretending that most of these aren't guesses? These are guesses. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, my boy Drew. Andrew! Andrew, what's happening? Andrew! Is Andrew a correct answer? Why, yes, Andrew is a correct answer. Number six in the bag. Can you give me a number seven? Number seven. Oh man, we getting close. Uh, we getting close. Let's try uh, Simon the Zealot. Simon the Zealot. Was Simon at the table? Why yes, Simon was uh. at the table. That is seven. One more. Get you there to the promised land and all 12 of your points. Which one are you going to say? To recap, for those listening without those in front of them, we have five answers remaining. We have Jesus, John the Baptist, Judas Iscariot, Jude Thaddeus, and Mark. Three of them are correct. Two are not. AJ, this is, ooh, this is, I'm so close to the million dollars. Uh, <laughs> Wait a second. Did you come on the 
Hey Jude, don't be afraid. Take a sad song and sit with Jesus. Remember, it was Jude yes who was the best, and he made it better. Did I already say Jude? You have not. All right, Jude Thaddeus. <laughs> I mean, you sang his name a few times. <laughs> Jude Thaddeus to get to the eighth and all 12 points is correct. <sighs> well done. Well, indeed, 12 points are yours. Now, we get to decision time of the game. You can, at this point, give me one answer. If you're right, and you have gotten your ninth item on the list. Your points will double from 12 to 24. If you're wrong, your game is over and you will go back down to six points. What yeah. would you like to do? What strategy will you use? Oh man, this is killing me. Uh, because I know one that I haven't said yet for sure. But I'm not sure on two. Uh, but if I, I if I do the guess and I'm wrong, I go back all the way to you zero. Go back to six. Oh, to on six. On this one. And the game is over? Alright. Let me repeat what I just said. <laughs> so that you understand what's going on here. I'm getting old, I'm sorry. Go on. If you give me the correct ninth answer, you will double your points from 12 to 24. Right. If you are wrong and give me a wrong answer, your game is over. Okay. And you go back down to six. All right. That's what happens here. All right. Then I'm not going to mess around. Uh, although, you know, I really want to go big or go home, but... I also, 24 would be like one of my highest beat the guest scores ever. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go for my an number nine answer. And I'm going to say uh, the Redeemer himself, my man, <laughs> Big JC Christ. Jesus was at that table. Jesus was at the table, according to you. <laughs> I mean, it would be a pretty, pretty Mandela Effect world if that were not the case. Yes, indeed. Jesus was at the Last Supper in Da Vinci's painting. Well done! You have doubled your score to 24! Do, 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 do! And now... <laughs> your final decision of the day. That 24 points real nice. You can leave right now with those 24, call it a day. Or you can try and give me the 10th correct item. If you get it right, 24 becomes 48. However, if you get it wrong, 
you're walking out of here with a big fat goose egg of nothing. Keeping in mind, there are three answers still on the board and two of them will get you back to zero. Only yeah. one will get you the 48. Once again, the three answers remaining. John the Baptist, Judas Iscariot, Mark. AJ, this wouldn't be, you know, great entertainment for the listeners if I did not go for it. And I am not even sure what the answer is, but I gotta go for it. I gotta go for it. I gotta go for it. <laughs> All right, you are going for it. Please, yeah. <laughs> take a deep breath and let me know what the 10th correct item is. AJ, uh, I, 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 I feel like I've known this one and I was actually saving this guy and I probably should have used them earlier to save myself the agita that I've given myself now. But I, I could be wrong. But I'm going to go with the traitor himself, Mr. 13 Pieces. This game is called The Unlucky 13. Uh, uh, so, you know, or something, it's close to that. I, <laughs> don't look at me like that, AJ. I'm going to go with Judas Iscariot. Judas Iscariot is your answer. Judas Iscariot, who may have gotten 40 pieces of silver. (laughs) He did not want your blood money. I miss a good dinner party. That is absolutely correct. 48 points for you, sir. Holy smokes. Oh, you uh, took the bold chance of taking some guesses early and leaving the ones you kind of knew till the end and you were able to get to the end. 48 points, sir. How are you feeling? I can see it on your face, but tell uh, everybody. Overjoyed. Overjoyed. What's that? Uh, overjoyed. That's the song. <laughs> I'm <laughs> ecstatic. I can't believe I uh, fumbled my way through that. Sometimes the fumble was recovered by the center in the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, indeed. Well, thank you so much for playing, Kadad. You have been a delight. The 48 points are yours to celebrate. We will raise your name to the rafters and see (laughs) where that score stands with everybody else when the season is over. Who knows? There might be a postseason tournament of the highest scores. I don't know. I might decide to do that. I might not. It depends on how people play the game and how they do but hopefully everyone had a good time because I know I did. Is there anything you'd like to say or share with our audience before you leave the hot seat? Perhaps you have a podcast you'd like to pimp, perhaps, for some uh, reason. I might don't know why I'm bringing this up. Hey, Jay, you know, something very fun that I've been doing recently is uh, playing uh, the Mass Effect uh, release. Uh, and I recommend that to you gamers out there. It's a remake. Uh, 4K. It's really fun. But really what I would like to talk about is uh, I have a podcast co-hosted by one AJ Mass. It is myself and AJ and we talk about the show Criminal Minds. So it's really fun and I've been having a blast. We're still in the first season. The podcast is called Felonious Pundits uh, and you can find it on your regular podcast resources 
And uh, I would love if you gave it a listen. You don't have to have watched the show. You can just listen to us uh, ramble on. If you had fun with this, uh, you'll have fun with us uh, talking about Criminal Minds. I'm having a blast so far with it. Yeah, I mean, it's not like we don't secretly hate each other. I mean, that certainly comes across, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's the uh, it's the reason people I think are. It, 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 I, I I just lost my train of thought. But uh, you know, you edit this one, so you can either leave <laughs> or take that out. I don't. I'm lost. <laughs> uh, no, excellent job, sir. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for participating. Thank you all for listening. We will be back next week with another exciting new episode of Beat My Guest. Hope to see you there, or at least imagine that you're there, because I can't see you. That's not how podcasts work. Until next week, everybody, thank you for listening. Take care, and bye-bye. Did you beat our guest, or did our guest beat you? Tell us all about it on Facebook at Beat My Guest, the fans' hot seat. If you'd like to help contribute to the cause and help make more episodes possible, we ain't going to say no to that. Find us at patreon.com slash beatmyguest. And if you liked what you heard, spread the word. This is absolutely not been a Mark Goodson, Bill Todman production. 